Day 93 under the dome. With necessities growing dangerously low, who knows what spark will set off this powder keg. I can't take another minute in this dome! First of its kind, the first dome. Dome with Banfomania, you freaking nerds. We're back. You dork dorks you big freaks the number one greatest freestyle rap comedy podcast worldwide mr mr and mrs worldwide here coming at you this is going to be a good episode this is going to be a funny episode the freestyles are going to be good people are going to laugh it people are going to like it where they're going to share it. manifest brother all right folks what is this dome with bamphomania or some other podcast some other podcast without freestyle don't think sucks, so dude. not this one this is that one the one that we just talked about um, I was thinking about this the other day. <clears throat> okay. I'm pretty sure I could name every job you've ever worked because we've been, we've known each other that long. And, and, and I, and I say this because I'm curious if there are some that I don't know about that are odd or weird that maybe you'd like to talk about that might make for some, some interesting conversation. So, uh, I'm going to go through the list. Hit me. I'm pretty sure I'm going to nail them all though. Okay. Uh, we got <clears throat> tour guide at Cornerstone University. We have groundskeeper, Cornerstone. Yep. Then we have construction, uh, Rob Reinecke. Uh Then we have, uh, uh, don't tell me, don't tell me. We have a, 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 a waiter um, at a restaurant that I can't remember the name of. And then we have Verizon. More or less. That's kind of the, the there was like a the restaurant period. I had mel- multiple roles in two restaurants. There were two different restaurants. That's right. Um, I guess I, I, a, I, I did kind of lump those together. And I was a host and like a, a busboy primarily. So like I was only a waiter for like the last like six months or so. Okay. But, but that's still, did I literally name every job you've ever worked? Yeah. The only other thing I did, I was a, I was like a cold calling and working the front desk at the admissions office, but that was kind of lumped in with the tour guide mm. thing. And that was part of your responsibilities. You'd have to give tours and also do the cold calling. Correct. And pre-college, I had a job at a summer camp doing dishes and groundswork as well. Here it is. Here and, it is. The mysteries are revealing themselves. And I worked right. with a couple other friends from church and the fucking grounds, uh, like the owner of the camp was like, okay, so we'll either pay you $160 for the week or you can go to camp for a week for free. And we all chose camp because $160 is basically slave labor. Yeah. And I imagine that camp wasn't, it was a religious camp. It was still probably kind of fun. right, but it was like watered down religious. It wasn't like truly. It had some moral values involved, and all the problems were solved. I would run around with the kids and girls and have a lot of fun drinking the world. Yo, this little meatball in his own version of that movie Meatballs. Yo, he's a CIT, so pity him I be over there and the camps in Hawaii. We used to sneak at night just to peek with the little uh, peeps and stare at the stars. Ooh. And yeah, I took it a little far okay. with a couple nice. girls and now my heart is scarred. Uh, uh I met. My first love at summer camp, it was the wind, and I broke wind in front of that. (laughs) Yo, it was embarrassing, and that's a fact. Yo, I can't care what it is. Yeah, we snuck them cigarettes and drink a couple beers and I bet Damn. that nobody knew that I was super quick and fucking funny. Shit. Yeah, my nose was getting runny, uh. That was uh oh shit. I just realized we're still set up for phone calls here. Yeah. Um <laughs> shout out uh last week's episode uh wait a second, we didn't have Mitch on last week. It was did two we? weeks ago. So we've been set up for phone calls 
We didn't use a single effect last week, huh? That's Man, crazy. Not dude. on my game. Fuck. Jesus oh. Christ. Okay, so you were uh, you were working at the summer camp, and this is like your seen, summer of your senior year or something? No, I was 16, and then... Was it a summer though? Was it junior year or summer? I think it was this. It was the summer. I, I might have been fourteen, fifteen, something like oh, that. Yeah, like okay. I was still living in Spain and I hadn't gone to boarding school yet. That's interesting. I think I'm. I'm pretty sure I came back for the summer and worked again in my junior year or something like that. What was uh, that summer camp? So you also attended the summer camp as a, a camper. Different Correct. people organized uh, camps. So like. Different churches, different organizations would have their own camp. So I went to one that I was like familiar with and then worked on ones with different groups that came in from out of town that I didn't know. It was very weird because as employees, we were still the same age as the campers. So we would constantly get involved, but not too much. But there was one of the other uh, of the of my friends that were, I worked with who would over involve himself in the camp that he wasn't attending. And I was always like, dude, you're overstepping the boundaries. Like, we're working, and they're attending the camp. You're too fucking... Wait, like, he would, like, try and play the games? And yeah, stuff? like, he would try to, like, he would be super involved. He'd be hitting on girls. I'd be like, this is their, these are their girls, bro. Come on. That's hilarious. I mean, it's it also makes sense. I I, I, uh, I worked at my um, religious high school's summer camp for a summer. Uh, not the whole summer. It was for a week, I should say. <laughs> it was more accurate. Um and I also attended that camp like every year, yeah. every every summer. And uh, I don't know, did, what, like, did you, was it, you said it was watered down religion. But you, did you still have like chapel every day? No. It was, really? it, there were like some religious things. I just feel like uh, religion in the States is taken more seriously and you have more of like a, a personal relationship with the fucking deity that you believe in. Whereas in Spain, it was just like, Here's this like religious institution that facilitates community and like shit. And a lot of people who weren't religious would still be there. So there was a lot of like non-religious people involved at the camp because, you know, at the end of the day, they're trying to convert a little bit. But at the end of the day, people are like, nah, I'm just here to have fun. I remember going to summer camp in the States later, the States. I went to summer <laughs> camp. Moral. I went to Forest Home. I think that's in California. And it was like, suit. Alex is over here farting. I've got bad gas. I'm sorry. And it's not like good farts either. They smell really well, bad. I'm, well, I'll try to blow the vape. It was super high budget. Like they had all these crazy events, but also it was extremely spiritual and manipulative. I think we talked about this before. Where like you would leave just like. <laughs> oh, you mean a Christian summer camp? You would leave just like sad and weeping and like uh, just like. Yeah, because of cry night. Yeah, we, we, we've gone down this road. It wasn't just that. Like I would because of the spiritual aspect and then the that in addition to the fact that I made friends that I would never see again. Then we would all pretend like we were going to text each other for a long time and like meet up one summer and be fine. All my best friends I met at summer camp. Then I never talked to them again, not once after that. Oh my God, I miss them so much. Call me back, please. Just a letter or anything, a text, the facts. Yeah, the first night's kind of weird. And they're like, why does this teenager have a beard? And I was like, yo, because I hit puberty really quick and I'm from the Middle East, bitch. This man's beard is weird. I can't believe this dude went to summer camp here in Spain or wherever, man. He uh, went around a lot. It could have been Palestine or even uh, Kakarot. Yeah, I went around a lot. And then I went to summer camp just to meet a thought. 
But it turns out that she wasn't that She believed in Christ And she had that going for her Uh, yeah <laughs> uh, the last two beats were Get Dirty by Rias and Mr. White, and that was Elysium by Mr. White. <laughs> Mr. White. Mr. White, we have to cook. <laughs> Hell yeah. Shout out, Mr. White. Yeah, no, and I also, I remember one time at summer camp, uh, the, the boys were talking like, this is at the American summer camp, the boys were talking uh, some dirty talk, and somebody said the word blowjob. And I knew what a blowjob was, but I didn't know the terminology in English because I was foreign as hell still. And so I was like, what's that? And I sounded like a fucking innocent bitch. Nice. And, and then some dude made the gesture of blowing somebody. He like did like the hands and the gobble. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, my guy, I know what that is. Don't ever do that again. <laughs> Yo, that rules. <laughs> yeah, I remember I remember thinking this kid's demented, bro. <laughs> yeah, I had a similar experience with that at a Christian summer camp. This was not the one that my high school was affiliated with. This was like a missions trip kind of summer camp thing I went on in Indiana. And I had never spent time with Americanized Christians, mm. just the Hawaiian ones that I was hanging out with. And uh, they were like inappropriate and swearing and yeah, stuff. Exactly. And I was yeah. like, what the heck? Aren't you guys supposed to be followers of Christ? At one point, someone was like, I said, oh, that's tight. And then and then a guy goes, tight like a pussy at night. And I'm like, I'd never heard anything so vulgar in my life at that point. I was yeah. like, geez, there's women here. How would you, why would you say that? I feel like your uh, experience on the mainland was like my experience in Spain. Like the con the contrast between the summer camp here versus the summer camp in Spain. The summer camp in Spain was the was the fake Christian one, and then the one here was like the the more Christian one. Yeah. So anything okay? Uh, other than the guy uh, doing jerk off or blowjob motions, was there anything else that was pretty like crazy that happened maybe at that camp that you were? Involved with I remember when I went to my the, the camp that I, I attended it as a senior But then I also worked as a senior there and there was a counselor that was cute and me and another student slash Employee were like it was like a running gag that we were like in love with her and hitting on her like we would hit on her in public in front of people and be like i love you and say shit like that Whoa. and it was like a joke you know what i mean like yeah. it was the joke was that she was like the cutest counselor in the sure. whole and so we were just like all right we're students obviously she would there's no it would be illegal so it would be funny for us to just be like oh yeah that's wifey or whatever and so that's kind of what we were doing the entire time which uh probably made her really uncomfortable yes i imagine if i was her i would be like oh my god these fucking underage, these minors are like pretending they're dating me publicly as a joke. Yeah, I'm a, but you know, she was a good sport. I feel it like it was Krista and she was hot. Damn, she you know titties. the name. I feel like female to male minor uh, issues weren't as uh, present in the in the 90s or like early 2000s. Yeah, this as was they, like it, late 2010. Oh, no, yeah. This was in 2009, 2010, I think. I just feel like that has come to light more now, and I've heard people be like, in my, why weren't teachers like this in my day? No, you know? I think that it was specific. In that, in that, it wasn't deemed inappropriate because we were all, like, Christians, and we, yeah, we yeah, knew yeah. the deal there. That would and, never happen. No, 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 that's what I mean. It's, like, it's more common in Christian circles, so no one even, like, says anything about the weirdness. Because they're just like, oh, it's just a, he's a youth pastor. That's why he's got all these little boys around him. It's fine. 
Oh my god. I I didn't uh I don't know all the jobs that you had specifically. And okay, let me try. Yeah. Give it uh, a shot. I don't know the order though, bro. Um okay, okay. You worked the omelet bar. Okay. And then you worked at Jimmy John's. Mm-hmm. Uh construction with Rob. Mm-hmm. I'm forgetting. Uh There's some pretty significant ones. You forgot that I was dueling Thailand for like three years at one point in my life. I was Thailand every day. I was Thailand every night. Yo, I remember you were involved in tile for a while. And yeah, that phase was wild. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you didn't really feel excited because that shit was uh, united. Yo, I'm over here putting the grout in. Oh my God, this shit is astounding. I'd rather be in Germany killing some krauts. And yeah, I just watched Band of Brothers. It's astounding. Yo, and I remembered you had that work van and uh, that fucking work man that you worked for was super chill and was kind of pissed when you said I gotta fucking go dude. Yo in that work van I lost privileges too because at one point I crashed it dude and I didn't really crash it it was more of a major scratch it was a bad shit I'm a bad bitch (laughs) I remember Um, and there were some containers in the van I recall weren't there like two hearteds in the in the van when the crash occurred no (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't a crash it was a scratch against the side of a wall oh uh that was at at a a construction site no 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 that's a different scenario (laughs) entirely my guy yeah man i just like i just like remembered i had like a a photographic memory of uh just like a, a cloudy day um in Michigan, and like I just remember when you were telling me the story about you crashed the Intrepid at an intersection near our apartment, and I just got the visual of that like foggy winter day at that apartment that we lived at, and I'm so thankful that I didn't die, that we don't live. I there live anymore. to tell but the yeah, tale. It's cool that you're alive. Yeah, I literally say. had like a trash bag full of empties <laughs> in that in that car, and I was like, there's no reason. Why a cop wouldn't just assume I was drinking all these. Yeah. You know who ha- also must have had a trash bag full of empties either in their car or in their apartment? My girlfriend's neighbors, bro. Are you ready for this? Okay. Um. So yesterday, my girlfriend calls me and she's like, watch the footage on the ring camera at noon. Do you have the footage? I have the footage. No way. We're about to, this is new. This is new for us. David's got original content. Okay. Here, so this is so a three, the, lo- this is a three parter. The neighbors are two old people and Old man and old wife, they're both like drunk, I'm pretty sure. Yo, being old and drunk is a vibe. So look Continue. at this look at this guy. Uh, hopefully the audio works. Let's see. Am I turned up on the machine? Oh, 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 oh. You are now. Oh. Pause it. It's on the TV. Hang on. We're just gonna give it a couple of seconds. I think it'll work now. So he's he's telling her that he wants to get a haircut. Basically, I don't I don't think it showed everything. There's another scene where he like takes his hat off to to show her his hair. Oh, here at the beginning you could see. Oh, 
So, what does he say? I'm not going to what? I don't understand what he's saying. He's slurring his words. He's but like, very drunk. I'm looking at this man. He's a drunk man. And okay. if, I, if I was your girlfriend, I'd be kind of scared, honestly. I think she has the gate closed, so she feels oh, okay. sort of safe. But, I mean, he's technically a sweet old man that's never done anything negative. But here's the next scene. Oh, shit. He says, getting a haircut, knucklehead. Whoa. It was, oh, she thinks that he's going over there to, like, get some from your girlfriend or something? Right, and this man is, like, 70. He was well, in so Nam. What, what we're looking at, folks, is so the ring camera faces... The uh the door of the old man who is knocking on uh Dave's girlfriend's door, which is you know parallel to their door, and he's got some old ass wife with big fat titties screaming at him. What the fuck? And then she played again. And then she she slams. She opens the door in his face. Boom! Just a uh, door in the face. Calls her a bitch. And then she locks him out. She. <laughs> He all he wants is a haircut. Yeah, she hits him in the head with the door and then locks him out of his own house. Okay, one more scene. One more scene. So this is so then he goes inside and here's what happens. No, Damn, she's abusing him. And then they <laughs> and then they proceeded. They proceeded to yell and throw things for the next like two hours because they are lit. Wow, they are fucking lit! And then they you have, have and, oh, but because there's no motion, that didn't get picked up. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and that yeah. was like inside the apartment. Right. So, but my girlfriend heard heard them threaten one another. Yup, and I really wish that these people's mothers were still alive so that I can hit her up and be like. Yo, you kids acting up, yeah, they being rough Domestic abuse, I Ooh. swear it goes both ways yeah. It all depends on who drank too much that day yeah, If yeah. you got drunk first, then you're the one getting hurt But if I'm still sober, then you bet that I'm first Yo, Ay. I gotta think that this man probably drank and took his hand And then walked up the stairs and was like Let me talk to the neighbor girl and be like Let me get a fucking fade Yeah, you know, yeah, I'm in my late 80s, babe And it's not great, but what you gonna fucking do today? I need a haircut Ooh. From the next door neighbor right now Oh, but my wife's butt It's so fat and she hates me Oh my God, I wish she Would just lay off me Don't slam that door in my face it's just crazy because what uh, the fuck? we moved into that apartment like a month ago. And since then, I've seen uh, there's also footage of these kids who just robbed the shoe warehouse next door. Piles of boxes hiding in front of our uh, that apartment. And then also her gas can was fucking destroyed. Yeah. So in a month, there has been domestic violence, uh, not Grand Theft Auto, but some type of like asset damage and a major theft vandalism i think yeah so like gotta get gotta get my girl out the hood bro that's interesting <laughs> we're locked in that's, for a it's, year it's, so. it's funny because it, like by all accounts that place is supposed to be a better neighborhood than where we live right now right like this is better than this house here's what I, here's the thing it's like we also for example yesterday after the incident went to the hollywood park casino which is in inglewood and the casino fucking sucks. 
and you go in. They don't have slots. You know, in Vegas, you walk into the casino and you start fucking having a good time. They don't have. They just have tables, but they like check your ID and pat you down before you go inside. So it's just like already smoke inside. No, I don't think so. Like L.A. is just like not a good place for gambling and shit. You know what I'm saying? I kind of forgot that it was legal to gamble in L.A. But also, but our slot machines not legal. Is that like a different level of gambling? I don't know. But the there was a Lizzo concert occurring yesterday. So like we went to the bar in the casino and then went to another place. And at the other place that we went to was much nicer. And there was a bunch of like Lizzo looking girls that I was like, oh, that girl's fucking going. She's to got her Liz- own little Slim Shady thing going uh, uh, on. Like, Wouldn't that be funny if Lizzo does the Slim Shady thing at the next uh, Grammy Awards <laughs> or the VMAs or yeah. something? And she just shows up with just an army yeah, of yeah. lookalikes. I'm fat Lizzo. The yeah, I'm the real Lizzo. But I kept on like looking at these girls and be like, oh, yeah, this, this fucking chick is going to the Lizzo concert. And then I thought to myself. They're probably looking at me and being like, this fat ass is going to the Lizzo concert. (laughs) (laughs) They kept on playing Lizzo at the bar, and I was just like, this is hilarious. But just overall, the city of Inglewood is getting gentrified the fuck up, but it isn't fixing the people that have been there. (laughs) They're still fucking yelling at each other, being jealous in their 70s, which is just insane to me. So you're saying you want these people to be forced out of their homes? No, I'm just... I'm saying that no matter how much you gentrify a place, it's not going to. What happens is that people from outside of the city come in and spend their money there. So it boosts the economy, I guess. But it makes it so that the people who live there, their lives aren't improving. Just the rent is going up and it's still the hood. Like the, the fucking chiefs are coming to town tomorrow and they're playing the chargers so all these people from kansas are going to be there spending money and doing their thing inglewood still sucks technically there's no one from kansas coming to california to watch the chiefs play well no like the kansas city chiefs are coming and so a bunch of people who are involved with the team will be there you think that that's enough to boost the local economy yeah, I mean, it's a fucking game with like 60,000 people attending. I'm sorry, are you an economist? A bunch of people were like, are you guys going to the event tonight? I was like, no, we're not going to the event. We fucking, we're from here. And I was just, lived in Inglewood for a month and I'm like <laughs> defending the pride of the city. <laughs> uh, Grinder just went public, like as far as stocks and bonds are concerned. It's now, you can now buy stock in Grinder, which might be something we want to do. I feel like that's a... That's a premier dating website or app or whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's there's uh, no... I was going to say cock and stock. I don't think that 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 website's going anywhere. If anything, it's only going to get more popular, right? It's an extremely effective gay site. Like, if there was a a site for heterosexual people that had the the success rate of Grindr, it would be... It would be as big as Apple. It's also like, yo, Grinder is the number one site used for pedophilia. Yo, oh my God, if you want to find a kid to put your rod in, go on Grinder, friend. You can find a young lad real quick, man. He just wants to fuck a man. He's gay and he doesn't Whoa. understand that he's young and he can't consent. So you can find him if you want to pay rent. I don't know. Yo, consent is one of my favorites. Uh, yeah, I grab it and I savor it. Yup, I love it when I get it. And when I don't, I turn around and leave, bro. Yeah, I'm just playing, yo, devil's advocate. You gotta understand that I'm an advocate for consent. <laughs> that's right, no. And that's not what I meant. But if you wanna rape a boy, you can go on Grinder and get that shit poppin'. Do 
that shit now and get that shit locked Whoa. in. Yup, publicly traded pedophile apps. Yeah, I'm not gonna fap to that. I'm I just invested like a hundred thousand dollars in Grinder. I hollered. Mm. <laughs> I'm living in squalor. Mm. That's kind of. I didn't realize. Is it because um, pedophilia is common amongst the gays? I don't think that that's specifically it, but uh, I, I just know that all of the independent um, pedophile catchers that I watch on YouTube, I would say at least. Like, I mean, probably at least 50% of the catches are from Grinder, And then all the other catches are from, like, weird apps that I've never... Like, there's one called Kick that I guess kids are on. And there's another one... Um, I can't remember the name of it. But there's, like... They're weird. They're, like... They're not popular apps. They're, like, chat apps or whatever that I guess weird kids go on if they want to get fucked or something. I don't know. It's fucking bizarre, dude. You're a little victim blaming right now. Uh, well, no. I mean, no, uh... th you got to understand. They don't they don't know that they what they want is wrong, <laughs> you know? Oh, whoa. Yeah, so, so yeah. they they want it? Oh, there are some there are willing kids, but it's like they can't they're not smart enough to consent, you know what I'm saying? Like That's the, crazy. I didn't think about the fact that there are kids that are like Legit. I thought that every kid that is communicating with a pedophile on an app is uh, not a real kid. That's just a person impersonating a kid. But oh, no, no. There's there's a reason why they catch so many pedophiles on these apps. It's because it does work when it's not a fucking pedophile catcher, you know? So, like, it, it definitely exists on there. A little, <laughs> little bit dark. <coughs> let's, get, let's get off this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I'm sorry. Hang on. I got something else. Um, so I've been going to the 24 hour fitness with my sister, uh, as like a family bonding experience. And, um, last week we went to the sauna. We've been going to the sauna after the, after the lift sesh, right? We go in there and this dude who co-ed sauna. Yeah. The, the sauna's co-ed the, but I mean, everybody's fucking wearing clothes. It's not like, it's not, it's not like towels and shit. Like I assumed everybody's in their workout gear. So this employee is like. As I'm walking there, he's like, oh, you got to take your shoes off. And I was like, but I don't have any like slippers or nothing. He's like, well, yeah, but it's that's those are the rules. That makes sense. So I'm like, all right. So I take my shoes off and I'm barefoot in the gym. Like It's, it's gross. It's definitely gross. And I walk I walk to the sauna and my sister's like, why are your shoes off? And I'm like, this fucking guy told me to take my shoes off. And then she, we see the guy coming back. So we're like, fucking let's run in the sauna because my sister's still wearing shoes. And he speeds up and catches us, and he's like, you got to put your shoes on. And at this point, I'm pissed because this dude's being persistent as fuck. And I'm like, well, what about all these other people? And as I'm aiming at the people inside the sauna, there's a dude in the sauna, like, fucking going like this, like, pointing fingers at the dude. And so then we go in the sauna. The employee comes in, and there's a group of people in the sauna that have been harassed by this employee about their shoes. And now we all, like, are like... Well, we don't have to take our shoes off. We don't have the, the correct stuff. Like, we can't just be barefoot in here. That's nasty. And then this dude's like, all right, it's fine. And he leaves. I forgot to mention, I was like, why the fuck am I taking my shoes off? Everybody else is still wearing their shoes. And he goes, because you're a good boy. What? This is this a white guy that said this? Yeah, bro. No. And I literally said, well, that's, well, that's like weird terminology for you to use with me. 
And he's like, oh, I, I meant, and he got he stuttered. That is fucked up, dude. Bro, so dude, that, you could have gotten that guy fired there, then and there. That dude, so he ends, he leaves the sauna eventually, and we all just like bond over how fucking annoying this dude is. And everybody's like laughing at the fact that I actually took my shoes off. I felt like the biggest pushover of all time. I was like, oh, I took my shoes off because I was trying to like follow the rules or some shit. And at one point he said, it was a Saturday, so there's kids taking swimming lessons. So he's like, oh, we don't want to drag in the dirt from outside because the kids are going in the pool. And then I'm looking around, and the kids' parents are all wearing shoes. This, and is, this guy is racist to you specifically. Dude, so while... He called you boy. Yeah. He's singling you out. No one else is being forced to take their shoes well, off. Well, everybody else got told to take their shoes off, and they told, just told this dude to fuck off. Okay. And it, what, what I think is funny about this whole scenario is that you kind of sort of instilled a, a little bit of a revolution amongst everyone <laughs> in the sauna, but you did it through betrayal. You kind of were being a snitch at first. You were like, how come I got to do it? They all have their shoes still I avoided on. snitching in the first round. So like when I first, when I first was told to not do it, yo, I already seen people walking in with their fucking uh, uh, sneaks. And they were being real fucking bleak about this dude when he fucking speaks. Yo, walking in with the sneaks, but I gotta say the snitching in is weak. But hey, at least it worked out. It went full circle and now you're a hero now. So at first I was like, I'm not gonna burst with the fucking snitching words. But then when he pulled up a second time and was like, what you're doing is not fine. I was like, I'm done lying. Yo, it's like if Anne Frank, when she got caught, was like, damn, hey, there's some Jews in the basement, too. You can't take us and not take them, boo. You gotta do what you gotta do. Part of me was like, there's no way that this dude, fucking Kenny or Mike or whatever his name is, is gonna make like eight kids take their kicks off in the basement. I fucking was thinking to myself, okay, I took my shoes off. There's seven people in this sauna that are all wearing shoes. He can't make all these people take their shoes off because they've been, they've done this before. You were trying to do some Oh Captain My Captain stuff. Too. I was like I was like there is uh there is unity in company. There's something we're we're strong when we're many. Fuck, there's a saying and I'm missing it, bro. No, I think you got it it worked out. You, you like it could have gone horribly cuz in theory if that guy could have gone in and strictly and like okay, everyone out who's wearing shoes <laughs> and then you would have looked like a huge asshole yeah, yeah. That but instead the guy pushed out and was yeah. like oh I, I have to well because he doesn't have that authority bro he doesn't like they pay him to clean they yeah. don't pay him to him he's literally he has a shirt that says cleaning crew oh that sucks nobody what a shitty shirt he's not like a, a rule enforcer but what's funny is that eventually when i was in the sauna it was such a like funny experience that I was just riffing in the sauna with like three or four people working and out your next I, type five. I, I literally was, I literally said multiple, very funny things. And my sister was like reinforcing it by laughing. Like, nice. Over, That's like a good sister. I was just like, Oh, my sister really thinks this is hilarious. And then there was a, another woman right here who these dudes were like, sort of like vibing with. And she was laughing. And I was like, I'm the fucking man right now. Even though I took my shoes off and might have fungus on my toes. <laughs> I um, it was such, such such a fun experience, and that's why remote work is a little you know you're leaving some money on the table. Human connection, man. Wait, what does this have to do with remote work? How do we get there? I'm saying people who are in remote work don't interact with other humans because they're at home working by themselves. 
the human connection. I was in the sauna did having we, a good time with st- people. Okay. Did we start the conversation with something about remote work or is no. that just a, uh, a random aside? I just, I that just you jumped. To throw I just jumped to remote work. I've had my mind on remote oh, work. Okay. 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 So maybe I just. I'm <laughs> all right. All right. I'll give you that. I got to pee like crazy. Okay. I'm hit him with the Chris. I'll be right back. couple beats uh lucid by piper beats sliding by osvma shakur 2 by mitch beats anakin by reesey beats you said we're six in six in i feel like we did the dissonante by harold beats because i swear i heard it well we're definitely only six beats in I like doubted you. I was like, nah, man. I feel I'm pretty sure I heard this one. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I miscounted. Let's just let's just open this up. Nope, definitely six beats only. <laughs> so, so I shot it. So I, I prophesied the next beat. All right. Well, you know, sorry for the spoiler alert, folks. But uh, I, I assume you'll eventually forgive us, dude. I uh, there was this um, day at work where uh, the traditional security guard that's there called in sick, so they had a replacement. And it was this short, super hood, black guy. <laughs> and he was like, just had weird body language and kept on like walking up and down like he had a lot going on in his head. And at one point, everybody just had got bad vibes from this person. And at one point, this girl walks in, like she's wearing like a, a big t-shirt and short shorts and has like those furry slippers on. And she's like white and 19 or some shit. And she comes in and I start helping her. She has like a, an online order. And this guy immediately pulls up next to her and he's like, hey, I like your slippers. What's going on? My name's this. And shakes her hand, like starts spitting game like he's at a bar at 1 a.m. In the this most, guy works for Verizon? This guy works for Securitas, which is employed as a private oh, contractor. from a security from Ver- guard. Just okay, okay. being totally like over the that. top, not cool. Like there's just this unspoken rule of not flirting very visibly with customers it's also a security guard you know there's like a power dynamic there that might yeah, yeah. you know make someone uncomfortable if you be, see anything suspicious let me know yeah like being flirted on by like a cop or something you yeah know, there's like something there where you're like can i leave <laughs> this man had no power believe me his like his clothes were too big for him there's nothing like a security guard with baggy shirts and all this fucking odd behavior that he puts on these girls like he's a savior and i fucking hate relax and take notes while i give these folks an uncomfortable time with all my jokes and my rhymes and i'm gonna flirt with this lady while she's trying to buy a phone from my baby immediately this security starts spitting game repeatedly on this older team and i was like yo please she's trying to get in here and leave and not fucking sit here and speak it was all a dream this lady she made me scream and i had to get this guy out of the team i was like secure a toss nah get secure a loss right now you ain't the boss uh yeah you're not the boss i'm about to grab this security and toss all the salads that i encounter it's like a ballad with the way i disturb her yeah um that's yeah that's very inappropriate uh, well and i was so uncomfortable by like the lack of self-awareness i went to the back and found the a person to assist her immediately and then as i got out there they were standing like in the middle of the they're store. like making out <laughs> he's like putting his number in her phone no but, way he got no, it no 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 he oh. didn't. i was i was ripping oh what okay, you said. okay okay um eventually i got out there and I was maybe, I don't know, 50 feet away or something like that. 
So I called her over by her name because I had her name in the system and she walked over to me in what seemed like her facial expression was like, thank God. Like I felt that from her. I was like, yeah, Chris is going to help you over here in the back. And then I sort of like hovered around for maybe five seconds just to be like, bro, just stop talking to her. That's weird. There are, I don't think there's a big like requirement to be a security guard. I don't no, think there's a lot. Of, no, uh, there is. The requirement is that you are able to get to the place that you need to secure. They're like, do you have a way of getting there? And he's like, yeah, maybe he might not. He has to figure it out, but he'll be like, yeah. And yeah. then, and then just all you have to do is show up in the shirt and just stand there. They don't half of the time. They'll walk away for fucking two hours. Like there's a lot of bad security guards. They usually get fired or sent to like lower tier locations. Like there are places that don't need to be secured very seriously. They just need somebody standing there acting like they're doing something. I swear to God, I've seen multiple videos online of security guards with developmental disabilities. And I'm just like, that's wild. That's, that's kind of a big responsibility. It's not though. To give someone with Down syndrome or whatever. And it's just, I, that's, that goes to show that it's not that big of a responsibility. It's simply, it's simply to f- check the box of, we have someone there sort of monitoring at all times. They, it might be also uh, the very isolated special cases that these uh, guys with Down syndrome are just so good at being security guards. Uh, that it's like this was like their calling or whatever. And the, the one percent it's an inspirational story. Yeah, they were born to secure. <sighs> I like that. That's funny. Yeah, but it was it was totally brutal and he never came back. So, oh, so he's gone. Yeah, yeah, the the security guard that's normally there. Oh, it was just a temporary replacement. It was a substitute thing. for I one see, day. Yeah. I see. So he might be back. Hopefully not. Hopefully, if if the other person calls in, we just accept defeat and allow ourselves to be robbed. I kind of feel like you're you have the authority to be like, hey, never send us that guy again. We can snitch, but I don't think that's like ideal for their career. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't. I don't feel good, even if a person is annoying. Being like, hey, please don't send this guy again. I might speak to him directly and be like, hey. There's one thing. I, I see where you're coming from, and I half agree with you. But if he's making the customers feel unsafe, then that's a thing. If it was a repeated thing, I would then just go up to him and be like, hey. Okay. Stop talking to the customers. You really think you'd do that? I've done that before. Okay. At, not even as a manager. As a fucking employee, I've done that where I go to the security and I say, hey, don't communicate with the customers. We'll discuss what we're doing with them. Yo, I, like, I love that, bro. Hey, uh, why don't you just focus on securing the shit? Yeah. Hey, man, do you see me coming to your job <laughs> and trying to prevent people from stealing stuff? No. Yeah. No, so why don't you quit talking to my customers? It, all that, right, sir. I, I would have been sick if I had said it like Tony Soprano, but I said it a lot more like a bitch where I was like, hey, you don't have to talk to the customers. Like like relieving him of what his perceived responsibility No, you said that very passive. The way you just presented it to me is <laughs> passive aggressive as fuck. <laughs> hey, uh, actually, you know what? Don't even worry about it. I got it. <laughs> it was literally, hey, you don't have to greet the customers. We we got it. <laughs> that guy is like, I fucking hate that motherfucker. No, nah, he actually uh called me by accident the other day and was like is this David? I'm like, yeah, what's up, dude? He's like, oh, shit. This is the wrong David. 
how you been, man? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, bro, just hang up. We don't have to do this how you been thing. That is very funny. <laughs> the, it's also like, I guess it makes sense since you're like a GM or whatever that you would have the security guards number. But it's funny that you this do is, to me. This like, is from like, this is a security guard from like three years ago. Oh, okay. okay. Just you were actually like tight with this guy. <laughs> me and the security guard, goddamn. We over here in Japan. We doing it up in the land. We eating sushi, yeah, that's just how we be. Me and the security. We over here in Okinawa now. We eating Okinawa donuts. Oh my god, wow. His name was Frank. Me and Frank all the way to the bank. Yeah, what you think? Yeah, we playing games. Yeah, we throwing skank. Smoking dank. Every day, yeah, my head is blank. Oh my god, I thank Frank every day for his job, man. I'm in Japan with Frank, it's great Ooh. I love this dude, yeah, he puts it on my uh. plate Oh my god, I'm over here like God, Zilla, oh wow Oh, oh now I'm on a vacation with Frank This is what I'ma thank I'ma thank him for being my friend uh, Godzilla, getting Skrilla Every day like I watch a thriller Super scary, without Frank Cause then we're just getting robbed at point blank uh, yeah. I, uh, I tried to take that freestyle to an interesting place And I don't think it worked You didn't think it worked? I feel like, you know, we still, I still had a good time. Would you go to Japan with Frank? I probably would go to Japan with nearly anyone just for the, for the travel experience. I don't know about that. No? You wouldn't, I, I guess I wouldn't go with like my mom. You wouldn't go with your mom? I'd be like, <sighs> I would love to go to Japan with my mom. Okay. I feel like a piece she of would, shit now. She would say some insane okay. shit. Not because oh, you, okay. I thought you wanted would, to like connect with your mother. No, no, no. <laughs> it would be for the memes for sure. Uh. <laughs> It would be so outrageous. I guess now that you're shifting it to this perspective, I'm being a lot more open-minded oh, yeah. to the idea yeah. of going to Japan. Why are they always taking pictures all the time? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I we would probably do seven podcasts about that. <laughs> no, honestly, speaking of mothers, I um I had a conversation with my mom recently, and I'm trying to keep this as vague as possible because it's a little sensitive. Oh, boy. Uh, but at one point, she let me know that old family friend that I remember from childhood, their daughter who was around my age was found dead. Whoa. And yeah, no, totally mortifying and tragic. And then my mom was like, yeah, you should have seen her mother. Um, she lost so much weight. No. Implying that she like looked oh, good. Oh man. Like it's like, <laughs> it's literally like saying, Hey, you know, there's like uh, a, a, an aspect of dieting to mourning the tragic death so of a loved one. Basically, your mom is like, maybe you should have a kid and, and have it die. <laughs> it's maybe just funny that reach the, your ideal weight. That's a, the, the severity of a, of a person's like uh, just sometimes eating less isn't the answer. Sometimes eating more is the answer. The severity of a person's premature death was equated with like the importance of being able to remain lean as a person. <laughs> and yeah. it, they were, they were set in the same conversation. And I thought it was just the most hilarious thing. Totally sad that, um, that this person was, was Yo, deceased. It's, and did you know this lady or a uh, young? Yeah. Woman? yeah. I, I, I like, I remember her very vividly and I have like multiple experiences that I recall with her. Um, yeah, RIP. That, that's such a, uh, agreed rest in peace. That lady, uh, it's uh, it's so weird when like people that you knew in high school end up dead. Yeah, there was a girl that we went to college with that I remember. Um, oh, I saw yeah. I saw on Facebook a multiple Killed multiple herself. times. Or yeah, I mean, 
That's the worst way it could happen. We didn't, we didn't need to specify. For well, we haven't been very specific. <laughs> That's a pretty vague way to put it. It was totally. It was. It was totally weird, and I didn't fully understand that. You know, maybe this was the first of many that I would eventually see over the years. It's but. yeah. I mean, it it almost seemed like. I mean th- that's some Midwest. It's it was a very it's a very Midwestern way to die, like suicide by drugs. Um, oh, not fun. No, not at all. I uh, mean it's the it, Midwest, bro. Like it th- makes sense that you're popping pills over there. The you same know? thing happened to a, a a really good friend of my sister's that I also like hung out with uh, a bunch of times and whatnot. And it's just like whoa, what the. Yo, it's just because it's so that person unex- was just here. Yo, it's also because it was so unexpected. Like when my grandmother died, I had expected it for years. So when she died, I was like, OK, it, if a person is living fast and like really just doing drugs, then you can at least say, oh, I saw that coming. But for some reason, even though they were living that way because they're young, it's like, damn, a good friend of mine from uh, high school died tragically uh from an accident that uh involved falling downstairs that's all i'm gonna get into but it was it was such a like i remember being like wow this fucking sucks but then also like i like i wasn't i didn't cry or anything yeah it was like this level of like what am I supposed to do with this information now this is because it doesn't really affect you that much it really doesn't affect me like at all because right. the person is technically no longer in my life you're able but to still that like this is uh, man, it's intense like, this person slept over at my house and shit Whoa. like for my birthday and Whoa. whatnot stuff like that so yeah it's such a weird thing when that shit happens i don't know have you ever had and granted i'd lost touch with this person by the time yeah. that they had passed but like so you weren't there, em- you weren't emotionally invested in them anymore not necessarily no um this person that that my mom told me about we were friends when we were younger kids And slept over at my place And yeah, that was the shit But you know it had been at least a decade or six And I don't recall the specific about this chick Man, death sucks Yo, God takes another angel oh. What are we gonna do? Nobody knows Bummer. Any breath could be your last breath, bro Yeah, I'm bummed out Thank God the freestyle popped out now I'm fucking spitting bars about the homies that I gotta pour one out for. Yeah, I don't really wanna go anymore. Homies don't die, they just multiply. I wanna cry because all my friends are gonna die eventually, but I hope it doesn't happen quickly. I just wanna live life lavishly. Hope it doesn't happen quickly. Hope at least I'm 60. And I had a couple years where I was on the beach with my homies fucking sipping, sipping. Mm, yeah. Uh, let me shout out the. <laughs> I shouted out the other beat prematurely, and then that was dedication by Lex Factor. Probably before that was Roma by Louis. Roma by Louis, folks. Louis, 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 Louis. I like to jump back on the thing about uh, the Lizzo concert. Be- let me. I'm sorry. I have to pee again. We'll do that in a second then. <sighs> Only three beats, and I already have to pee again. That's crazy. You got anything else? I was saying um, after the Lizzo concert the next day, today, I was at the gym and saw this commercial with Lizzo in it. And it's Lizzo 
for like a, I think it's Instacart. It's a food delivery service. Okay. And I was just like thinking about how funny it is that the brand of being big and happy then also transitioned into her getting a sponsorship for a thing that just brings her food. It is, uh, she, it is a very on brand. A hundred percent. Yeah. I, just, I feel there is, there's a difference between being proud of your size and uh, encouraging uh, sloth and gluttony. <laughs> it's true. And one could make arguments that she's not doing that. Right. But it is also incredibly easy to see that she might be doing that. And um, I, do, I do appreciate the convenience of something like Instacart. But at the same time, you could be... Instacart is for groceries. It's not like you're ordering McDonald's off of Instacart. I mean, but you could order a bunch of bullshit at the grocery store. You're right. You could, but there's an idea that maybe you're ordering healthy food. And you know what? Maybe I am projecting the uh, fact that I wish I could just Instacart all my groceries because I had enough money to make that something that is worth uh, using my money on. But instead, I'm like, uh, getting your groceries delivered is a waste of money. When in reality, if you make a shit ton of money and like going to the grocery store is a waste of your time, basically... You know what I'm saying? Like you're more effective outsourcing that man. You're not with me on this. I don't know. I'm also just trying to figure out a way to word that I am pro Lizzo, but maybe not necessarily pro Instacart. Uh, no, just if, if the, if it is some kind of psyop on her end to encourage fatness, then I'm like, Oh, okay. Let's slow that down a bit. But I, I do think that Lizzo is very talented as a musician. I, I love a bunch of her songs. And I don't know if it's because the production is insane and she has like a, a very talented team setting everything up for her to just kill it. Or if she's like the creative director of the whole thing and deserves I mean, more merit than I'm giving her. Not for nothing. I was, uh, this is going to sound super whack. Got it. I was listening to Lizzo in like 2000. 15 <laughs> that does sound like i know and there was none of this present it was it was just cool vibes and whatnot yeah and then when the fame hit all of a sudden she's her personality is that she's a fat lady whereas when i was listening to her that thought never crossed my mind Do you feel like she had to react to judgment that she might have gotten from people in the music industry like she, it's reactionary music. No, I think she saw. She took advantage of the fact that she could be, you know, this the voice for the big girls, and she's really leaning into it. Uh, and and I assume she also, you know, is 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 pro big girls and whatnot. I don't want to like say that she's just doing this because she's a fucking sellout or whatever. But you know, I don't. I remember listening to her older music and being and not even. I knew she was a big girl, but I was never like. This chick is pro fatness. Yeah, yeah. You were just like she's a, she's a great just a talented singer. musician and rapper and whatnot. So I was like, I was into it. Yeah, I was late to the party. I the first thing I heard was the most people were. I, mean, I just took a DNA I, test. The only reason I knew of her was because I was seeking out female rappers to listen to because I wanted to broaden my rapping horizon to maybe not being just a bunch of misogynistic shit. <laughs> um, and so I was like, who are the best ones? And she was at the top of the list. And this was this is way before any of the the, the blow up and whatnot with that, you know, that big one that you just sang and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, it was kind of interesting in that regard to experience her as not this major voice for fat people as she's perceived. Yeah. Um, 
It's funny how I discovered that she was in town last night. It wasn't because I looked it up or anybody disclosed it to me when we were looking for parking. When I was looking for the parking, there was some dudes on the corner there standing. Selling merch, selling merch, selling merch. merch, merch I'm getting merch. at work, getting at work, and it said Lizzo on the t-shirt. Yo, I'm selling merch on the corner, bro. Yeah, you know me, I'm at the corner store Ooh. with my motherfucking favorite Lizzo shirt. And you know I got the favorite Lizzo shorts. Bitch. Yeah, I tied them up nice. Yeah, you know me, I tied them up twice. Ooh. I double knot them bitches because people always trying to pants my dicks in. It's about damn time that I make that t-shirt mine. Then I put it on my back and I start feeling nice. Yeah, Lizzo got all the hits. Yeah, you know I love shits. Bump it with my fucking bitch. Ooh. Uh, I love Lizzo so much. I love her. I'd love the kiss and touch. Ooh. I'd go over to her house and give her the lick and give her the munch. Uh-huh. The munch. I want her. Yeah, I want to crunch her. I want to eat, eat her a pussy out from the back. I feel like you've heard this as much as I have. Many people have prophesied, you know, Lizzo's going to lose 30 pounds, 40 pounds. Oh, she's going to pull in Adele eventually. And then everybody's going to hate her for it or some shit. Oh, I thought you were going to go. Uh, yeah, no, I 100% think it, it, most fat celebrities follow this. You know, there was Kevin Smith did it, but no one is like, fuck Kevin Smith. Forget- I, I, he was going to die. Like it's, his doctor was like, yo, you're going to die. You're right. He did have a heart attack or some shit. That's OK. Kevin Smith is a bad example. <laughs> John Hill. About, you know what? For all I know, Jonah Hill was, oh yeah, he was kind of young when he started his shit though, so he probably wasn't getting heart attacks yet. But um, I don't know. The Adele thing was so wild because of how much backlash she got. And it is so strange to me. Like how anyone could look at that and think that it was negative yeah. to lose like 150 pounds. Because at that point, the people who are like not ready for Adele to be skinny are like, not trying to say, you know what, well, Adele did they, it, I should do it. They considered her a fat icon. They yeah. were like, yeah, Adele's big and successful, which means I could maybe be big and successful. Oh, and you're, you know, well, she, they, they got the big part down. And Adele was big when she made it, so it's not like they, she's still not a fat icon. You know you're what right, I mean? You're right. She, she made it as a big girl, you know? So, it, like, cling to that, but, you know, also well, there's healthy. A, there's also a misconception that she made it, I got a weird reverb on me. Did you think you hear that? Yes, you're still on. My bad. There's a misconception that the person achieves success due to their obesity instead of thinking, oh, they achieved success in spite of their obesity. You know, like the obesity didn't actually help. They had to overcome that oh, to, yeah. to achieve success. It would have probably been. I don't think anyone thinks that the obesity helps achieve success. It's just an aside for people who are already experiencing obesity to be like, this is an example of someone who was able to push past that maybe deterrent of being overweight. Well, yeah, but I feel like that sort of uh, nurtures the idea that it's okay and it, it doesn't deter you, even though it may. I don't think people like Lizzo because she's fat. I think they like her first and foremost because she makes good ass music. It's just there is also a very vocal subset of fans that are into her because she's fat. Mm-hmm. And that definitely contributes to her success. But I don't, you know, no, yeah. bottom the, line the is. The music rules. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, overall, it's like, you know, if you make good music, you're going to, people are going to like your shit no matter what. But, you know, 
if you also just so happen to be fat, you're going to have another separate fan base that likes you because of that and because you're successful. Like now fat it. girls around the world can, you know, believe in themselves. Until she loses a bunch of weight and, and is then, like, I did yeah. it because it's unhealthy. And then they're going to be like, no, you're, you fell victim to the patriarchal lies of body ex- stuff or whatever. Damn. <laughs> That, that's what I have to say about that, folks. That sounds good to me. Let me uh, read off beats since we have this little lull. Uh, fuck. Big Money by Scary Beats. Ooh. Damn, dude. Backstro- Halloween was last month, folks. Backstroke by Zane 4L Beats. Warped Vision by Balance Cooper. And I think, how much is left? We got four left. Okay, so. No, I'm sorry. We got another six left. No, we don't. Yeah, we do. What? Yep. Okay, so I've read too many beats in advance. I don't know what to tell you, bro. We have you're you're lying. I don't think I'm lying, man. Unless something happened. Did you put extra beats in this episode? I don't think so. According to this, we have six left. I guess it's not super important. I could be wrong. No, I, I think it is six. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck my life. Do you get Black Friday off? Uh, I do. Yes, uh, I'm probably going to be in San Diego, though. Hell yeah, yeah but, in the hot tub. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, what are you going to be doing? I'm going to be working, probably. Oh, that's right. So, oh, man. And you've worked Black Friday before. Is it crazy? Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I don't think I have to be there from like open to close. I might just like come in at 9 and leave at 5, whereas those guys have to be there like 7 to 9 or some shit. But I don't know. I fucking wish I could just call in. I want to just be like, ah, I'm not coming in. Yeah, it's it's uh we already talked about Black Friday last week. I was going I was um, going to say um I uploaded that that song and it's going to drop on Thanksgiving and we should make a video for that. What song? Shower Forever. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh I don't even remember f- like finishing mixing it or whatever. I feel like you finally uh, mixed it again And I was like, yo, this sounds good to me, my friend I think it's good enough And honestly, it's tough Because I might have just, yo, kind of fucking rushed Yo, shower forever I just want to do it better, yo I just want to get fucking wetter in the shower Yeah, make sure that it's fucking hot I want to shower a lot Get the dirt off Yeah, I don't like saying the title of the songs Out loud when I'm speaking, it feels wrong Feels weird saying titles Yeah, it feels weird being Billy Idol Billy Idol, that's me, a white wedding I'm over here on an airplane with Adam Sandler In the wedding singer, that's me And I just know I am the leader Uh, yeah, I'm sweating at the wedding Yeah, yeah, I'm sweating in my bedding yeah, I'm pouring the confetti. Woo! I don't know. I went to the gym and I was fucking listening to Eminem being all hyped. And I watched his uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame acceptance thing. And I was like, come on, man. You got to get put out one of these songs or some shit. And then I just went home and like fucking uploaded it. So it was just a, a moment of passion. Fucking. <laughs> Gay. <laughs> Every now and then, uh, I do some do some gay shit. No, you don't. Come on, man. Shut up. Grinder, bro. Shut the fuck up. Public grinder. Shut the fuck up. Have you heard? Have you heard about you know people <laughs> on Grinder just like <coughs> seeing each other and like two minutes later just being in a stall blowing each other? I think that that is one of the main uses. It's like 
it's it's presented as a dating app. Yeah. But it is almost always used for one night stands and shit. And it wouldn't work with any other gender. Like I feel like men are the only ones who are, you know, down to just get it going immediately. Oh yeah. Well the the <laughs> the reason why I learned that Grinder went public was from a tweet and it was a guy being like I lost my virginity to a 45-year-old man when I was 16 on this app. And that, and, that, and that was the post that was like, oh, grinder has gone public. All right. Well, let's check this out. Maybe we can invest. That's crazy. Yeah. So it's definitely uh, one of those things. You know, I'm sure there's plenty of people using it for its intended uh, God-honoring use. <laughs> um, but there might be a few sickos out there. I just feel like, you know, it's cool to to get get it going and, and, and have a good time and, and, and have sex with people. But I feel like there is a level of promiscuity that is dangerous and, and unfulfilling. And there has to be... It's because men are animals. It's, you know, like... It's like the security guard, bro. He couldn't help himself. He had to hit on this woman. <laughs> it was instinct. Well, uh, what I'm trying to say is if men are sexual animals, you put a, two men together... And that's, they're attracted to each other. That's double. The We're getting day. some animalistic shit going on, right? My, but my man. but don't you think like a lot of men who are you know uh, more evolved might uh, cling to a? <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's a level of intellectual. Re- there's a level of intellectual reasoning out of the the promiscuity to a certain degree. I get like you may. I sound like a fucking homophobe, but it, I feel like there is a level of knowing the people that you're that you're banging at least a little bit that is valuable you know like just getting it going immediately without really knowing a person just because the app is like six feet away this guy's trying to get it i'm sure there's a million billion gay people that agree to what you said okay and and empathize with it and 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 follow those thoughts (laughs) and ideals regularly got it but there's also uh you know good amount that are like what where you at? All right, I'll be right over. And, and then they, and then they're fucking. And are they doctors? And, and are fucking. they and are they doctors and lawyers and engineers? Or Probably. They, yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Most of them are lawyers. So there isn't necessarily a correlation with like uh, intellect and success that stops. The, I guess you're right. That usually it's fucking no, it's some wealthy businessmen shit, who try and, to and, get that sh- and some of them have wives and whatnot. You know, like it's yeah. See, like that shit is not. How is that? app like being traded for public profit that seems it's because it would be problematic if it wasn't a gay app because like how, how do i formulate these thoughts like okay. pr- promiscuity if, if, if straight people were also on that app being able to just fuck like crazy and and have like secret trysts of love and whatnot, it would go down like that one. Uh, Mar- Ashley Madison. Ashley Madison. I was about to say Mary Kay. Because it's like a home wrecker yes. ass. But you gotta understand the butt. That's the place for the sex with mans. That's just how it is. Gotta do it with your hands. And I'm on Grinder. I'm about to change my plans. I've been on Grinder. Your girl, I cannot find her. Your man, yeah, he is right here. And he's trying to get weird. Okay. I was on the app for 10 minutes, and yeah, I already finished. What the fuck is up with this app? 
I never again got a fab. Yes, I just got off my job as a CEO of a big business company. Okay. That's just me, and I'm trying to do some butt humping. And <laughs> I just went on to Grinder and yo, I hope my wife doesn't find out, Sick. man. And so I just found a young man, and he's only 16, and he held my hand. Hope my wife doesn't find me because I've been lying and fucking going off with this dude Ryan Woo. that I met on Grinder. Yeah, I'm such a liar. Yeah, my wife. Just made a banger in like two seconds. Ah oh, man, maybe I should clip that one up. Is that one super too gay? Like we can't. Uh, Is it offensive? I don't think it's that offensive. I think right? when we look at it tomorrow, we'll be like, it's offensive. Nah. What? Offensive? Like maybe we're maybe we're uh, promoting Grinder. We're being so we're supporters. Here's the thing: I'm not even against two dudes just hooking up and having animalistic sex and never seeing no, each no, other I, ever again. I'm, you know what I'm, I mean? I'm, I'm just pointing out that it's funny. I, yeah, I I get that there that there's humor there. I'm sort of uh sort of appalled by the promiscuity of it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I get no no. It's because of your Christian upbringing. You're like there should be love involved in sex. Uh, but I think non Christians acknowledge that. There is a level of, uh, of course. Of I'm me- just saying what yeah, you, okay, yeah, um, because I'm because because of, of my. It's, it's yeah no, and also, and also you feel like you should own the person that you're having sex with you specifically, <laughs> and then you don't like the fact that they might be uh, fucking someone else. I am I'm I'm possessive. To you an dirty extent. bitch! You dirty bitch! <laughs> Man, uh, talking about possessive, my neighbor, you know, or my girlfriend's neighbor, she um. I just can't understand how she actually perceived. That's why I knew they were drunk because it's so insane. There was. An, I think there must be like a history of that dude like hitting on younger women in front of his wife or whatever, and that's why she's just assumes that's what he's doing over there. You know what I mean? Because she just assumed she was like, "What the fuck?" Mm-hmm. Immediately as she sees him talking to your girlfriend, she's just. My husband is talking to a younger woman. This is happening again. It's just, it, it's, this dude is going to die any minute, bro. Like every time I see him, Both I'm like, them, I'm like, this guy's, no, she's got way more years than that fool. You're right. He is kind of wobbly. He's way more wobbly. He's totally wobbly. And I just can't imagine being in my seventies getting fucked up. Like I, I feel like there comes up an age where you're like, my body is incapable of getting hammered. I mean, I'm, I know that old people can do that, but I've just never seen it. I guess I've seen it firsthand, but I've never seen it in action like that. Like the older people that I see get drunk, they can they can stand and walk and be cool. Like they usually keep it together. But this fool is like wasted, and it's mm-hmm. just fu- and I have so much footage of it. <laughs> to me, it's like I I know when I'm wasted, like to where it's like affecting my speech and stuff. Yeah, and if that's the case. I'm probably not going to be going out and talking to people. I dip. Yeah, yeah. Well, he yes. also goes out to drink. Like, I think he goes to, like, either a friend's house or a bar or he goes somewhere to drink and then has to come home and then gets recorded. I guess they haven't consented to being recorded, have they? Uh, California's one one party state, bro. So I'm allowed to record. Yeah, yeah. You could go up to anyone on the street and start recording them if you wanted to. Why do you think that is the rule? I honestly have never looked into it, but uh, that's that's why like there's pedophile catchers in California. It's anywhere that uh, is one party consent, then that's where you're gonna find your your good pedophile catchers on YouTube. So anytime somebody is like stop recording, you can 100% confidently be like I don't have to stop. 
Yeah, if you're in a public place. So if it's private property, you're not allowed. Yeah, technically, if they own the property. What if you're on public property filming the private property? I think you're good. You can you can film private property from public property. Whoa. That's why like people stand outside of politicians' homes and harass Oh, because them that's legal. Yeah. <laughs> Man, there should be a level of that. Oh, uh get a fence. No, eventually uh if enough people show up, you could call the riot police and be like there's a riot forming out in front of my house. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um and I then, mean, you know, so even if it's not a riot, the police can be like, "Sorry, it's a riot." Yo, I just got tear gassed at the fucking place that uh the politicians at. Oh my god, this yeah. is bad. I fucking hate this rap. What a dumb thing to rap about. I don't know why this came out in my mouth. I just want to travel down south. Yeah, I'm about to fucking gas all the fucking ass. Yeah, I'm smoking hell up motherfucking grass. Mm. Puff puff mm. in the past. Mm. Riots mm. out the ass. Mm. Every day I fucking mm. laugh, laugh, ha, ha. Call the riot please. Call them. Cause all these people, they harassing me I'm in my mansion in Beverly Hills But you know, these people, they're ill And I fucking bought the medicine that would cure them And I jacked the price up And now they outside of my house And they're fucking all my shit up Yeah, the dude with the pharmaceuticals Yeah, I need them biting on my cuticles mm, Damn, dude, hangnails I have to pee once more all right. So I'm hitting them with the Chris I'll be right back Yo, you're not gonna believe this. I said we had two beats left, bro. We got three fucking beats left. Okay, uh, "Snakes" by Manuel was the last one. <laughs> well, hey, three beats left. Can I start talking about Band of Brothers? Yeah, I'm cool with that. Uh, yo, okay. So the show rules, and I'm not spoiling anything by talking about the show because this is—if you know your history, you should. This, you should know as about an American, yeah, yeah, yeah. you should know the ins and out of Easy Company sure. and what they did to mm-hmm. protect us. Uh, no, but but seriously, there the second to the last episode, I was uh, I was thrown off. Um, for those of you who don't know, you know, Band of Brothers, HBO Max, a show from two thousand one, classic, Te- technically military propaganda made post nine eleven, but it's good, it's good propaganda. I liked it. Um, so it's about World War Two fighting the Germans, and this is something I never realized until watching this episode the other day. Uh, the soldiers didn't know about the concentration camps while they were happening. Damn. So there's an the se- the second to last episode, they show Easy Company being like, "Yo, what the fuck is this shit?" Damn. And it's like it's a, it's kind of a really cool moment in the show because I I'd never thought about that before. No, they, yeah. They stumbled upon. Auschwitz. They were like, "Oh, this shit's been going on for years." Yeah, and we just found it, and and, and like all the like dead bodies and piles and, and like shit, hair, and just apparently there was like piles of just like certain parts yeah. of the bodies, and then they just they weren't expecting that, and they just all of a sudden they were like, "Wait, what is this? What have we just found here?" Discussing it briefly right now it makes me realize how horrific that is. Like, I don't. I usually. This is crazy, but I usually only joke about the Holocaust (laughs) and thinking about it seriously is so tragic and uh, terrifying that um, it it, it seems um, I've never seen Schindler's List. Schindler's List is a rough watch, mainly because, uh, man, they 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 get into that concentration camp shit like and there's a lot of like nudity. 
and yeah. whatnot. And yeah, I like don't. You're, you're you're seeing a lot of naked people being tortured in Schindler's List, and that doesn't vibe with me. That's <laughs> why I never was like, ah, I sh- I don't need to. It watch is kind this. of an interesting story. Schindler's List is, it's kind of cool how that guy was like, he tricked a bunch of Nazis into freeing a bunch of Jews so that you know they could come work in his factory or whatever, so they wouldn't die in the camps. Um, S- fucking freedom did you were you aware that that was kind of what that movie was about no i just seen liam neeson yeah yeah no thing. liam neeson is this german named schindler who owns a fact i don't know that much about it. he owns a factory that does something i don't know and um he had a lot of jewish workers there and the the deal was he could keep his jewish workers that were sent to the death camps he was like oh but they're like my best guys and they're and so germany was like all right, I guess we'll let you keep those guys. And then so he started also claiming that other Jews were working for him as well. So he like got a bunch of Jews out of the concentration camps. Whoa. And shit. Yeah, pretty cool movie. Too long at the end of the day. No, but, yeah. you know, Any, anything, anything over two and a half, I'm just like, bro. At the end of it, he's like, I could have saved more. I could have saved more. That sounds like, I, I see, I don't need to watch it. I get no, it. no, no, you get it. <laughs> That's the gist of it. Bro, um, that Batman Superman movie from like two years, three years ago. That shit is like three and a half. Like, I, what do you mean? That oh, Batman hours? movie is three, like three plus. Yeah, but a, a lot of those superhero movies that are <laughs> a lot of blockbusters, they're gonna bust your time up, Buster. That's how it is, yo. You better not trust there. They're packing a lot of shit. It's a lot of explosions, bitch. Yo, three and a half. That's the uh, same length of my shaft. Yeah, uh, I don't want to pass, uh, but this movie is uh, long to last. Yeah, I was watching Avengers Endgame, and I was like, yo, this shit is insane. Is this the director's cut? Oh, wait, no, it's not. I'm about to nut at this fucking thought. Yeah, this movie is way too fucking long. Yeah, yeah. I could have earned like a fucking whole ass salary yeah. by the time that I left here. Yeah. Uh, I gotta fucking sell my left ear. I remember when movies were like, I remember. At the max, an hour and a half. It was crazy if it was an hour 45, but goddamn, it made you feel alive. And if a movie was too long, they'd have to put it on two VHSs. <laughs> yeah, I had like three Godfather VHSs. <gasps> yeah, dude, the Godfather a was a three, because that was three hours long. Yeah, if, if, you had, if you had the three movies, you had three three packs. Jesus Christ. Oh, nobody dude. had the third one, apparently. I like the third one. I didn't mind it. Uh, it definitely Andy, could have just been its own. The, they they kind of just took the names of the characters from The Godfather and made their own little Godfather yeah, thing. Yeah, and, and the, whole, like. the whole cousin love drama, that really, you know. Got that cousin love. <laughs> that intrigued me at a, as a Middle Eastern man. I was like, oh, with the cousin. That's not, that's, that ain't wrong, or is it? Uh. Yeah, there's another scene in uh, Band of Brothers that I like where. Uh, where they're getting with their cousins. Ooh. There's not a lot of sex in that show. Band they, of cousins. They're they're very undersexed in that show. <laughs> it's just a bunch of guys in dirt because they didn't have grinder. being dirty. Uh, but they're in, like midway through the show, they like get a little 24 hour break where they get to go to France and like chill for a day before going out to watch all their friends die. Um, and this guy uh, Malarkey, who's one of the main characters, uh, a hero. Salute to that guy, General Malarkey. Um, he's there picking up his laundry from a laundromat, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I gotta. Um, I'm just picking this thing up, uh, you know." And then the lady's like, oh, "Okay," and she hands him his little. It's like wrapped in a paper bag with twine or whatever, like they did back in the day. And uh, and then she's like, "Hey, 
while you're here, maybe you can take care of this guy's laundry as well. And she hands him another twine. You can bring this back to him. And he realizes, oh, this guy's dead. She's handing him the, the twine wrapped laundry of a, his dead friend. And he's like, yeah, I guess I can do that. And he's walking out the door. And then she's like, actually, I have a few more. And then she starts taking like 15 dead guys laundry for all of his best friends from the war, just putting them on the table. And you're seeing his look in his eyes and you're like, God damn, America, we fought and died for this freedom. Motherfuckers, fuck the Germans. I think you misinterpreted the scene, man. This guy was like, I'm going to start a clothing store. Oh, yeah, dude. He went (laughs) back and started his own laundry company. Uh, Uh, I mean... That sounds like such a heavy show. I can't believe you're... The show is heavy, but I liked it a lot. Yo, there's some. There's something about that. You know, it, it's a sad scene, but you're also, like, pumped. You're, like, amped about it. You're like, those are heroes, yeah, goddammit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad I'm, I'm glad you've, you know, found your uh, your patriotism. And you're, are you going to enlist now? It, no, I wish I could. I'm pretty sure I'm too old at this point. <laughs> oh, really? You're too old? <laughs> they just want those youngins in the war. I feel like you're pretty young, dude. You can get in there and... Uh, no, uh, I'm definitely not uh, top meat at this point for the army. Can you do a pull up? I don't want to fight terrorists. Oh yeah, yeah. The, those are those are my family. I don't want to yeah, fight dude, them either. Uh, I'm in solidarity with the Arabs yeah. since I started this podcast. <laughs> oh, there was another interesting thing with that show. Uh, there's a scene where they have a, a a German POW who was actually born and raised in America. But he's like, his parents are German citizens. So when the war started, he was called back to Germany from America to fight in the Nazi army. Wow. Even though he was, by all accounts, an American guy. So apparently that also happened. There were, if you were a German citizen... In the in living in America, and the war started, you were called back to fight against where you were living. I'd be fucking. I I, I guess I don't know what I would do. Could you just like act like you didn't hear from them? Send somebody. Yeah, we're sending Germans to grab other Germans. Yeah, I'm squirming every day when I'm trying to avoid the war, friend. Uh, yeah, that shit is fucking horseshit. Catch me out here, dodging the draft. Catch me out here. Look at my feet, yo. I, I swear that they're flat. Look at them. You're never gonna get me in there, yo. Look at my hair, it's too long. I don't care. Uh. Yeah, my hair's too long to go fight the war in Vietnam Mm-mm. or in Germany. Yeah, I'm fucking 33. Way too old to be going back to fight the D. Mm, I'm listening to Creed. Dance clear water while I'm bombing. Mm. These motherfucking dudes and Charlie's in the trees. And I don't know what to do. What do I believe? I want to know. Have you ever seen the rain? Yeah, I ain't never seen the rain, but I ain't playing. Every time I fucking jump out of a plane. The... The... The world, the the one that's most commonly associated with war movies is the um, uh, it ain't me, it ain't me, I ain't no fortunate one now. But but you're right. I want to see the rain is a good one, not their military one though. (laughs) Honestly, whenever I think of uh, that, uh, have you ever seen the rain? It reminds me of that scene in The Longest Yard where they play football in the mud and the scene ends with a shot of like Joey Diaz's like stomach just hanging out of his football jersey and it's pretty iconic. Yeah, dude. There's a YouTube compilation of every scene of any movie Joey Diaz has been in. 
It's pretty lit. <laughs> oh my god, I, dude! Maybe we just pull that up. <laughs> nah, you know uh, we can't. We can't. Uh, I want to so bad. Though. I know it's just it's not really. We're we're piggybacking off of Joey, and I don't think I don't think he carries. We us. still have one more beat left. How about this? After the beat ends, maybe we pull that video up and then just ride it into the sunset. Yeah, yeah, you know because that would be nice. That guy's definitely gonna kick the bucket soon. No, dude, he's doing well. I think he I think he's living a healthy lifestyle. He's living a healthy lifestyle, but he's been living a bad one for no, so no, long. No, no, but I he's think like he's, on some Artie Lang shit. I think where, he's got the genetics. Like some of these guys they can they can handle He's gonna bounce back? Yeah, it's like how my neighbors, you know, they're fucking eighty and still partying and they're fine. If I was living that way, I would die in six years. You know what I'm saying? Like some people have the genetics to overcome the what they do to their bodies. Other people just die. For all you know, those neighbors are like in their hundreds. You know, like black no. people, they age really well. Dave's hitting the vape. It's not awkward. Those two are not aging. Really well. <laughs> You've seen that fool, bro. He, he, bro, I mean, it's he, wild how big that, those tits are down to her belly button. Oh, yeah. And she sometimes comes out in like a, a dress with no bra and it's just they're down there. Also, it's funny that this dude was going to get a fade from a white woman. You know what I'm saying? I feel like as a black man. You don't really let white women line you up. That's crazy. Well, maybe he thought your girlfriend was a whore. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that that's what the the wife thought. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I, I don't think there's... I think where there's smoke, there's fire here. I think that he was like, you know, he wanted... He, the haircut was an excuse on his end. To get in there? I think so. And then maybe he could... Probably, I don't think there's any uh, realm in this dude's brain that he's laying any pipe, but he's like, he just wants to spit game with a young woman. It's, he's like the security guard. Yes. But he's but he's an old man now. Right, right. Well, maybe I seen the the him as a young man at Verizon. You're saying you witnessed some some time travel? I think so, dude. Like maybe, and, and it was, I was, maybe it was the same day, bro. No, it wasn't the same day. Separate days. What's the? I swear, there's like a movie where that shit happens. I, I feel can't. bad, like uh, disclosing all this shit about the neighbors, but nobody's ever gonna know who they are. No, and like, uh, yeah, it's weird that you would even feel bad about it. Well, you know what? I I just air so much shit on here about people in my life. And it seems a little fucking crazy for me to just uh, be out here grazing and just say things mm -hmm. about my personal peeps mm -hmm. every time I speak, mm -hmm. but I don't know what else to do, my G. Yo, it's crazy what happened to you this week. So you gotta fucking speak on it, and I don't know, man, I gotta be honest. Yo, that shit, yo, it should not exist. Yo, I speak my truth every single time that I step into the booth, and whenever I do it, I reach the youth. And I'll be like, hey, you, stay off a of grinder, dude. Yeah, uh, unless, you know, you know what you're doing and you, uh, you know, are old enough to be consenting, old enough to be paying renting. As long as you know what you're doing and for a while now you've been used to screwing uh, with a, a couple Jew friends. Uh, yeah, nice. I uh, <laughs> use this. Ending on a sour note here, folks. Schindler's List. Um, let me read uh, In My Head by Kylo, The Decision by Yogic Beats, Dynasty by Edba. Man, I... Edba? It, it used to be... I mean, it's probably E-D-B-A. Is it all caps? It's all caps. Still a bad name. I just, Sorry, Edba. Uh, erotic, uh, erectile dysfunction, B-ass. Badass. Erectile dysfunction? 
badass <laughs> me too bro uh i just i thought that having five pretty significant tales to tell would cover the whole pod but i ran out of shit no, like halfway through no you've literally we've covered the whole pod where we just finished the last beat and so technically we killed it what at about the end of the day what about this um for the cover art we do a a, a ring camera and like oh i like that you're, idea you're like punching me in the camera or yeah yeah we we somehow can if you'd have to get that fisheye perspective going which might be difficult no i I, but, I guess we would have to well uh, in theory you could just draw it and then throw an effect on it to make it a fisheye just, that's the lazy way to do it which i like i like the lazy way well That'd i like the, cool to do I, I like the way that gets the most done with the least effort so one like, of us could be stealing a package oh i and like then, that and then what's the other one doing what do what do people? <laughs> well, maybe, if it was Halloween, it could be us stealing candy. One of that's us, like the most popular ring camera we, shit, other than stealing packages, is stealing candy. It is Thanksgiving on Thursday. We could do like a you're stealing a turkey. If people leave turkeys somewhere where they could be stolen in front of a ring camera. Yeah, uh, maybe they're thawing out outside. You know, no, that would that be a weird is, place for yeah, a turkey to thaw out. Let's on a doormat. Leave this. Yeah. What is, is this like the 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 40s with a pie on the the windowsill yeah, yeah, or that's, something? That's, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> Definitely. But not in Inglewood. Nah, 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 nah. It's it's hilarious that that was. It must have been so common to just put a pie in the windowsill to cool it off that like it just became a thing in media. Like I I've seen it in so many like cartoons and old movies. Let's just put this pie on the windowsill to cool off or whatever. What type of windowsill has that much space? Like our windows. De- it's definitely a balancing act. They're they're really oh. just sort of hoping that shit doesn't fall one way or the other. Um but No, but those those uh those 40s windowsills, they had a like a nice little edge on yeah, each no, side, there, yeah, slide yeah. down windows. Like you know, for sure, there real, was, real estate was cheaper back then. There was definitely enough edge on the window sills back in the day. And also, and also, like I feel like back then, property wasn't being built to uh, protect from home invasion. Like back then, is they were building, uh, they were building windows specifically to facilitate pies and cooling them off. <laughs> and this is where your pie goes. Yeah. <laughs> I like that idea. That that'd be a that'd be homey. That's a you know? that's a selling point for the real estate agent. Yeah. Um, uh, what about uh did you grow up with your parents leaving the door unlocked or the door just open? Not if no one was home. Okay. But if someone was home, it was definitely unlocked. Well, I mean, I feel like we do that now. Right. No, but I mean, there are some people who come home and lock the lock themselves in their own house, which I've always felt is weird, but I get it. Well, I would, I'm wearing headphones half of the time. I should be locking the door. I don't hear shit. Now that I think about it, we did lock the door uh, come nighttime. It was like, yeah, there was there was a, you know, when it's time for bed, we lock the door and the door was locked. So, yeah, no, it wasn't like every every waking moment we were. Well, yeah, every waking moment, but. It was just in this episode. Dude, we had bars at my house and we wow. spit and fire. No, we we all had bars on the windows and my parents still got robbed once. That's crazy. Like, I don't know how they broke in, but they I think they sawed bars off. I see there are some buildings, uh, places of business in like Hollywood and like the arts district and stuff that straight up look like prisons for how well they're reinforced. Yeah. There's just, it's a, it's a, it's like a, uh, uh, one of those like accordion style, uh, chain, not chain link, but, um, uh, 
it's like an accordion style metal gate yeah. that that folds in and out or whatever that is obviously very strong. <laughs> and then you have the actual door that still is locked. Yeah. There's just a, a bunch of different layers of fortification for all these places downtown, which I get. Uh, uh, maybe we'll get out the hood eventually, bro. Uh, how about here's, here's what's going to happen. I'm thinking next year, fucking rile up some cash, put a like a super low down payment on a four or five bedroom and just move everybody into the house. I think that'd be legit. We start a commune. Eh, maybe not Maybe not anything it's crazy. A, it's a commune with people we know. Yeah, you it's, know? It's, it's like a villa. A local commune. The word commune just makes me feel like socialist and Technically, like we're nude or something. I feel like when you have two roommates, it's a commune. We're commune status. I mean, this would, this would move us up to like four nah, or Maybe, five. okay, you know what? Maybe it's got to be at least three roommates. Got it. Four people living in a house qualifies as a commune. I'm only saying that just to skirt out of there. It'd be sick if it was like a five bedroom and one of them was a straight up studio office. Oh yeah, hundred percent. That would be tight. That's the fucking dream. So like and subscribe. Leave us a comment. Send us a donation. We're gonna get a Patreon where you can pay us eventually. Here's the thing: if we get to 10k subscribers on YouTube, I'm pretty sure we can monetize. So we get about three or four subscribers a video every time we post one of those reels. Nice. So I just got to do another fucking 300 videos and we'll be cooking. All right, all right. That'll be quick. I'm into that. Support us. Follow us at Banfomania. Yes, sir. Um, follow me at Sultan Satire. Follow me at Bubba Y, B-U-B-B-A-W-H-Y-Y. Hit me up for the music videos. I'm really good at them. And pretty much any video work, you know, you want you want me to film you fucking murdering a guy I'll film that you would do that but don't fucking tell anyone I did it it would have to be some under the table shit for sure but now that I'm thinking about it if the money's good I'll film it folks hell yeah Uh, so yeah um, anyway any last words Dave don't even don't I don't I'm sorry I put that pressure on you let's just end the episode I'm sorry alright